I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oops! The Podcast. It is an incredibly special episode today. What have you been up to, dude? I'm joined by... There he is. <laughs> Julio Gallarotti, my co-host. What's up, bro? I'm well. How are you? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm excited about this one. This is a fun episode. It's one uh, that's been... It's been coming a long time. We didn't realize how quickly it was coming, though. Nobody did. Nobody knew. There were, Dude, there was a lot of foreshadowing mm-hmm. of sort of... I wonder if people are going to listen, like... They'll be like, you really notice it when you watch it again. You know, when like you watch yeah. Memento mm-hmm. the second time mm-hmm. and that, you start seeing everything. That was me going back through the episode from last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I knew ahead of time. Julio, I didn't know if. I didn't so, know. You know all not, right. You, let's. So all right. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Sorry. The most calm back here. Let's all calm down. <laughs> Everyone take a damn you breath. Dirty dog. So I'm engaged. Um, I am engaged. To my lovely fiance. Fianchi. What a ridiculous word that is. Fiance. I've always done jokes about stupid words that we've taken from the French and adopted into English. Fiance's right up there. <laughs> you know, there are, my buddy, that buddy of mine that you like that you oh, just yeah. mentioned. Funny guy. He calls it wife elect. That's so good. Which is I great. didn't realize that was him who thought of that. Yeah, because it makes sense. It's president elect until they're sworn in, but we all know they're they're going to become president. So that's really funny. wife elect is pretty good. Uh, fiance just seems so pretentious. It's a ridiculous word, and not only that, but for the man and the woman, obviously it has two different spellings uh, and an accent, a u over the e. With a woman, it's you add a second e in a row. I mean, it's just that's too fancy of a word, but it's kind of fun to say. So I have a fiance now. I am a fiance. Oh, well, yeah, that's interesting. Isn't that wild? Well, dude, I mean, before we get into the nitty gritty, should we have her tell the story? Yeah, we should. We should. I, I think really quick. Let's finish this thought though of uh, of the podcast of the of, of the trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> Oh, the trail of breadcrumbs, man. Right? Yeah. The trail as, of fire. As you guys put it, uh, <laughs> you go back and listen. Not so much a trail of breadcrumbs, more like a trail of baguettes, <laughs> of loaves. I was not particularly subtle about uh, <laughs> letting people know. I guess um, some people probably, you know, when I, I realized I was on the precipice when People started messaging me being like, I can tell you're about to, to, really? to pull the ring. Really? Part. Yeah. Dude, I knew that you were looking for rings and I still wasn't sure that it was happening soon. I didn't think it was happening soon. I didn't I don't know what the timeline is. I'm the same is. way. No, I thought yeah. the same I, thing. I, I was good about that. She said that too, which is but we'll get her you're right, Julio. Let's, let's get her in the hot seat. Let's get our, our incredibly special guest. It's my fiance, and we're not gonna say her name even though you guys will know. I will say her name is Sierra. Okay, so here she comes. It's my fiance. Wow, this dude, what a moment this is for Oops the Podcast. Francis is going to get her. We have never had one of our significant O's on the P, and it's about to happen. <laughs> and we are so excited. We can't wait. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest. As I mentioned, it is my fiance, Sierra. Hello, Sierra. Woo. 
Hello. <laughs> it's, it's a groundbreaking moment. We've never had you on the podcast. I know. And here we are for this reason. Very exciting. <laughs> you pulled me out of my corporate job to talk to you for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she's a natural. Uh, well, she's been starting to say to me, like, you know, because she makes jokes and I laugh and she says, you know, I'm pretty funny. <laughs> and now she's threatening to sign up for open mics. <laughs> And I'm like, listen, dude, I've seen it happen many times. We uh, we need you to stick with your job for the yeah. sake of our future. <laughs> I, I pay the health care. So. Yeah, she's we're on her health care. Solid. She's huge. Um, how are you? I want to hear. I want to hear the story of our engagement from your from your side. Well, it was just. <laughs> 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 well, it was my 30th birthday and we were having. A large party at our apartment on Saturday morning, and there was a lot of shit to do. Am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Have you never listened to this podcast? <laughs> you never have, have you? Once or twice. Once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it being recorded through the walls. <laughs> Why did you not listen? Why do you not listen to it? Well, because when it first came out, I was really excited and I was promoting it and telling my friends to listen. And I was getting ready actually for a conference out in San Francisco. And you guys were just talking about sex and <laughs> this girl that slept on your couch and she was wasted. And I just was like, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> that is a terrible way to start the day. Uh-huh. Nor do I want to listen to any reenactment of your sexual encounters. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, That's all in the past. Yeah, now. but then you know, it's, the it's, it's, it's really grown. And uh, obviously you guys have a lot of great fans. So... Now you talk about funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's a solid yeah. burn. Yeah. It's solid. And it helps pay for our rent. So thank you, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, listeners. Um, okay. So, okay, get back. so yeah. we're having a big party. Fran is in Austin all week at Moon, Moon Tower. Yeah, Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Moon Tower Comedy Festival. And there's a lot to do. I am a big birthday bitch. And I wanted to have a big <laughs> party. And it was 70s themed. And we had... Lots, lots of people coming in for it. And he, I was working with my girlfriend on Friday night, putting together lists, prepping food. And I had my mom and my stepdad coming on Saturday morning, as well as some close girlfriends to help. And you were getting back around one and the party starts at four. So there's three hours till the party starts. <laughs> and <laughs> you got home and you asked, us to go on a walk and in my mind i'm like this motherfucker wants to go on a walk (laughs) we have so much to do (laughs) and i need to get ready (laughs) like i wasn't i wasn't ready and i had a good outfit planned and so i'm upstairs I don't even know, tying balloons to lights, something ridiculous. And I was like, you know, I think he really does want to reconnect because he had planted the seed earlier that week. And it's typical that when we go into a big social engagement and if I haven't seen you, that we do want to spend a little time alone together. So also everyone was hungry and getting a little feisty. We were going to go pick up sweet green for everybody. Koji needed to walk before the party. So (laughs) we, we leave and I'm wearing 
a musical, a Broadway musical t-shirt. A souvenir t-shirt. Souvenir t-shirt. Carol King's a great musical. Beautiful. Um, A6, blue lemon shorts, no makeup. We're walking. I don't really think anything of it. And part of me was like, you know, what do you do it this weekend? And I'm like, nah, Fran, it's too, it's too complex. There's too much going on. <laughs> There's too many, too many things happening. There's already a lot to celebrate. I think he would want it to be a bit separate. And also just coming off of being at a comedy festival for four days, I just never thought it would happen that day. So we're walking and do our normal Kojai loop along the, the river here in Dumbo. And then we get a hug and it's a little bit longer of a hug. And I'm like, oh, my God, wait, what? And then I think you said something like, you know, I love you. In fact, I love you so much. And then you got on your knee. And frankly, I kind of blacked out. (laughs) That's what they said happens. That's what they say, yeah. I like don't even know if I answered my... You didn't. (laughs) I said I was on my knee and I said, will you marry me? And you were just sort of making sounds as if... (laughs) You were drowning, or you'd just taken a big hit of helium. It was like kind of a shriek, squeal, gasp, yeah, combo, all all in one. Yeah, and then I saw Chris, the paparazzi, bust out of the woods. I had planted Chris in this place using Google Maps, and he had been there for a full hour at least because Sierra kept needing to do more things and i kept saying we got to go for a walk because i knew we were making poor chris wait with the camera i'll remember i'll never forget we were upstairs you know go getting through the list doing this and you asked for a go on a walk and i was like we can't right now we got to do some more things and then i heard you play the piano yeah well i'm like what is happening i am i am trying to propose my nerves are fraying like an old shoelace i'm doing anything i can to try to calm myself and the piano is one of the things that helps calm me down yeah i drank four spin drifts between the first moment you said yeah we'll go on a walk and when you finally got out the door with me Uh, and yeah it was great Lots of hugging and kissing. And and then Kojai, you know, if you give him a little calf, he goes nuts. I don't know if your listeners know about this. Yeah, he's a humper. He's a humper. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, Fran getting down on one knee. Kojai comes around the corner, starts humping his leg. I can feel him humping my leg in his wet penis, dragging across my calf muscle. And thinking, boy, this is is not as romantic as I pictured it being. But it certainly was for him. yeah. And then yeah, it was it was wonderful and we got to kind of relish in it for a second and but then I had to quickly pivot and be like, We still have a lot of shit to do at the yeah. apartment. And we had to go pick up Sweet Green and I'll remember standing in line at Sweet Green with Chris and I was like, I can't really be in here. Like he offered to get the salads for everybody and uh and we came back and celebrated, had some champagne and then probably the best part was all the guests arriving and getting to surprise them. How fun must that have been? Yeah. Wow. To, to tell, you know, the Hillary s- started weeping immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She cried. <laughs> yeah. People cried, you know, to, to, to get everyone's reaction for fresh 
like 45 times yeah so and to fun. get it individually was really a special thing that's so dope because you you they enter and sierra's turning the ring upside down so they can't see it or you know putting her hand behind her back and then you know we're, we'll talk to these people for a minute they're greeting us as if it's just a birthday party we're complimenting each other's costumes and then she's like okay we have one more thing to tell you and people are like, what? And she pulls the ring out. Boom! And people lose their minds. People lose Mike their dropped. minds. It's so fun. So fun, dude. Yeah. yeah. Really fucking and fun. And it just took what was already going to be an amazing party. And it just sent it over the moon. So, it was so fun. Well, thank you, sweetheart, um, yeah. for joining us. I think we can let you get back to your all-important job. <laughs> and uh, that's the story from her angle. And now Julio and I will talk about it from my side <laughs> which isn't particularly different but i i think it is fun to to talk about it from from my angle as well yeah thanks for having Sarah, me yeah. it's been real yeah thank you good to get a have thanks g-dog chris you were waiting to grab that sweet green but what you should have done is just cracked open a couple boxes of our favorite Ooh, magic spoon magic baby. spoon maybe magic you'd find spoon. a little prize ring in there instead of uh having to pay what i did and <laughs> there you go a nice healthy treat yeah. to uh get things started Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving and only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb, and you can build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Tell me about that maple waffle. As you know, cookies and cream and maple waffle have been made permanent flavors since mm. they've been so popular. Um... They're just delicious. It's good stuff. Great for a guiltless midnight snack. I wish I'd started my day with bowl magic spoon that morning. Instead, I had a breakfast burrito at the Austin, Texas airport, which made me incredibly nauseous. Oh my god, dude! On top of what a my start to the day, already very fragile state of mind that I was in. All right, well, magicspoon.com/oops. Grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code OOPS and at checkout to save five dollars off your order. So that's magicspoon.com/oops. Promo code OOPS. Five dollars off and get in there. Okay, so you're here. We go. So, dude, quick question. So, I, yeah. you know, you can obviously start this however you want. No, uh, I want. I'm happy to, to let you read it and I'll th- respond. That's nice. Okay, well, there's there's a few. I have so many questions. So, I guess let's start from the Austin airport. Mm-hmm. You've spent your week sort of doing uh, doing comedy, having a bunch of fun. Do you do the goddamn comedy jam? Mm-hmm. Uh, do a Moon Tower. What a great comedy event. Now, you knew that the Saturday, the day of the party, was the day mm-hmm. for a long period of time? Not terribly long. So here's here's where things kind of crystallized. Okay. It was the weekend of my sister's wedding. Okay. It was two weeks, I think, two full weeks before I proposed. And I was home in Maine, and I had known for some time that I was going to ask sierra to marry me mm-hmm. um but i didn't really have much of a sense of sense of urgency about it right because mm-hmm. i was you know we live together we're not rushing whatever um but what happened was um i got it in my head you know her 30th birthday at the end of september coinciding neatly with our three-year anniversary and then i learned that her she has three really close girlfriends from college Hmm. and one of them has already moved to 
Florida. But the two others both live here in Brooklyn, very close. Oh, cool. And Did in fact, them? yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, the us moving to Dumbo was driven in large part because she wanted to be closer to her two closest friends. And they're about to move, right? Dude, October 1st, they are both leaving New York. Damn. One's moving to LA and the other's moving to DC. And what a comprehensive attack this when, is. This when was, that, the stars aligning. Yeah, exactly. It's the Hurricane Sandy of proposals, dude. I thought, well, <laughs> <laughs> the perfect storm. I I thought I thought that if uh there was any way for me to get it together in time that her birthday would also serve as this engagement party, which could be attended not only by her two incredibly close friends before they leave New York, but also I knew that her parents were coming, right. as well as some of her closest high school friends and work friends from out of town. Uh-huh. One came as far from as far as San Francisco. Yeah, the really tall one? Yeah. Yeah. She was so tall. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So there this was this confluence of you know people and and this convergence of of all the forces and different whatever and i thought i'll never have a moment more fitting for doing this than that and that struck me about two and a half weeks ago Mm -hmm. then i went home to maine and i asked my mom i told my parents you know my parents already knew that i wanted to propose but i told my mom i wanted to propose by that on her birthday that's what i was thinking okay which was two weeks away okay and my mom gave me the family ring to Mm. give to her Mm -hmm. but as the weekend went on i kind of battled with my in my head between you know i i don't know if this is i i knew it was not the setting that she had dreamed of my mom kind of knew that too and ultimately, we both kind of agreed, let's get her what she really wants. We'll keep this ring in the family. Uh, it'll. My mom likes to wear it a couple times a year to remember her mother. Mm-hmm. And we'll maybe we'll give it to my sister's, my, my niece or something someday. To, nice, to have. nice, nice. And that's really keeping it in the family. Because the game plan was to like take it apart and reconfigure it. Yeah. Which... I mean, some do. people say is is kind of sacrilegious. It breaks up the sanctity of the ring. My grandparents, you know, my grandmother had, was married to her husband, my grandfather, for 60 years. And Damn. if they had a great marriage, some people say it's bad luck to break up the ring. Got it. Got so it. we both agreed, okay, let's just keep this in the family intact. And wow. then... Big start. decisions, short periods of time, yeah. execution. Yeah, this is happening this fast. This is just rock and roll. So I get back to New York... And I ask a couple of friends of mine who have gone to buy their engagement rings in the Diamond District, and they give me one guy. Um, they all like went to the same they all guy. Went to this guy. But I'm also getting lots of great advice on you know you can. I'm, I'm lear- now now the matrix download of intel about diamonds begins, <laughs> and I am uploading this information <laughs> as fast as possible on clarity and cut and symmetry and you know if you if you go lower on color and clarity then you can go higher on carrot size the bigger 
sort of price factors are actually clarity and color mm. more than carrot size. Can you tell? Can the naked eye tell? No. What about a jeweler's naked eye? No. That's crazy. So you need that, a monocle. As long as as long as as the diamond passes the eye test, that's what they say. Where to the naked eye, you cannot spot any imperfections. The color looks really good. Um, you don't want it. You don't really want to go below that. Right. And there's a scale. So I didn't know any of this, by the way. Like mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. The scale is like you know you go you start at like a D color which is flawless got it or whatever the clarity i you know i don't know and and then you go all the way down from d e f g h there's no abc i don't know no there's not why who, it's just is it who is, the hell knows is it the assumption that it would be unreasonable to do abc because it would be too expensive or something i wouldn't i wouldn't know the answer to that okay, I, I didn't i didn't ask you need that. to get version 2.0 of the upload. i know <laughs> guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Basically, you can go, you know, all the way down to like J or HIJ, whatever, in that range where you're still not able to tell. Got it. But J and below is where you kind of get into murkier territory no intended yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and so I, I was like all right well the guy gave me the cutoff and he was like you can go to here and no one's gonna tell there's r- great value to be here and i was like all right i'm gonna go one higher and did that. you tell him you know xyz referred me they spoke highly of you yes which then was and like, i told him i was a comedian word. and his daughter is an improv comedian oh great and he was like i want you know if you'd be willing to Give oh, her yeah. advice or whatever, as well as he's like a family business. We'll give him a, we'll give him a shout out. Delage Jewelers. Shout out Gary at Delage D E L A G E in New York City, Forty Seventh Street. Guy is great. He's great. He seems as honest as they come. Um, so give him give him a whirl if you're uh, in the market. Let him know that I referred you. Uh, not that it'll give me anything now. But but maybe for Julio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Julio down, yeah. the, down the road. Um, so, you know, I went in to see this guy. Meanwhile, I also had two other lines in the water, meaning I had two other horses in the race. I was also speaking with uh, a, a company that has a huge Instagram influence, kind of a lot of women love following this account. It's like a big popular, you know, Instagram account, but they do great jewelry. Um, and I know the founder of that company a little bit, so I was DMing with them. Um, and, your guy on the ground in the Congo? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Who's got a, a stealing one between his toes uh, under the watch? a metal light. detector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Yeah. And then, yeah, that 12-year-old guy that I know. <laughs> in, Noah. In Sierra Leone. <laughs> yeah. Noah's practicing his stick handling on the ice with a 14-carat stone. 
<laughs> ripping top cheese with a diamond. World's most entitled hockey youth. Um, so, okay. So we, there's that company that I'm going back and forth with. And then we also have this family jeweler that we know in Maine who has, it did my sister's ring, oh, okay. has been selling jewelry to my family and my, you know, working with my mom on like restoring some of her old family jewelry for 20 years. And I was going back and forth with all of these companies. And at one point I was almost certain I was going to go with the people in Maine. Um, but what I discovered was that the price ranges were all very, very similar. Interesting. If not identical. Interesting. And I kept thinking, well, surely the diamond market in right. Maine must be more affordable than the diamond market in New York City. And it's not. I would think it would be more expensive. Because like the diamond district is like, it's like sushi or something. Like you buy the fish at the market and then it slowly gets dispersed across the country. Interesting. And that's a tra- I don't know. No, that's, you know that's, what I mean? that's definitely a thought. But like, I think what I've learned, what I learned <laughs> is the guy in Maine, he, he gets his, it's all estate jewelry. So he's getting his diamonds from old rings and then, you know, recutting them and repurposing interesting, them. Interesting. Interesting. That's cool. And it is cool. But he had found an, a nice big stone that, that, that was, uh, sounded great, but he, and we were all set to go, and then at the last minute he said, he realized he didn't have the setting needed, and he would not be able to get it done for me in time Got it. for Saturday. Um, whereas the guy in New York, by the way, I was, I was basically dating all three of these companies at the same time, and basically saying, I'm going with you, I'm going with you. And fortunately I did that because the New York guy had kept moving forward, making sure he was going to get the stone and, and all of this, and... The other thing that was comforting about going to the New York guy was that I got to look under a microscope at like 25 different diamonds. That's crazy. And, you know, go through this whole process, go back and forth, discuss the merits of all of them. You know, look at the the Gem Institute of America's certification form for each diamond. <laughs> That's crazy. And there's one, you know, sort of company that, that everyone trusts. For it's them. like fucking basketball cards, yeah, exactly. right? Send in your cards to yeah. Beckett. Exactly. Be graded. Yeah. So, um, crazy. I'm looking at all these stones. I get very overwhelmed. This is all causing me lots of stress. So, when did this process start? Well, once we decided that we were going to get a new ring and have it made. Got it. So, that was not only a couple weeks ago. Dude, that was like, I think that was probably early September. No, no, no. It was, it was the, the week after my sister. I must have gone in on Wednesday. After my sister's wedding, I'm checking out the ma- uh, the, which was, the calendar, which was so a week and a half before I did it. Ten so like days, mid September. Yeah, Jesus. So ten days before I did it. This is crazy. And um, this is the thing about Francis, everybody. If you're listening, when Francis, if Francis is like I, like if he is set on doing something, he really can laser focus in a way that's very impressive. And this seems like an example. Yeah, and I wish, you know, I wish I weren't, it were a little, I were better at doing things over the long term. I hate the fact that everything that I accomplish is done under immense stress. I think that, and urgency. I don't know if that's unu- unusual. I don't think it's unusual either, but yeah. I just wish that I could employ the same work ethic in situations where i have more time right right because then you're just not as stressed i mean dude this process i made it much more stressful than it needed to be 
And yeah, but because you wanted to get it done the right way, you know? Exactly. You pulled some good big triggers when you needed to. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, once I once I learned that this guy was going to have a ring that would be the same price, basically, and didn't I didn't feel like I was getting my face ripped off, or I felt like all three companies were going to rip my face off, and there was no way they were consulting with each other. So it, this is what it is. Yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So um, you just accept that you're going to get smoked and you make your peace with it. Mm-hmm. And I we, I, we chose the ring. I had, I had multiple long phone conversations with Sierra's best friend about her ring size because when they're, one of their other friends got engaged, they all went in for fun and tried on rings. Oh, nice. That's odd. Something that apparently girls do. As well as, you know, what cut she wanted, shape diamond, and like what the setting wanted. She had loved this ring she had seen on Instagram from that company I almost went with that had these micro pave, like tiny, tiny little diamonds around the solitaire, the, the stone in the middle, and but not all the way around the band. Okay. So just like three or four tiny little ones to sort of, you know, fill it in. Um, and that's what I asked him to do. Uh, I chose the diamond. We decided to go and we got to work and that must have happened, dude, <laughs> on like Monday. We got to, and work. I proposed on Saturday. Dude, crazy. So when did you get the ring? Okay. So then I leave on Wednesday. I leave on Wednesday. I wire him the money. Wow. You can't, well, you can just use a credit card. He charges a 3% fee for a credit card, which ends up being super significant yeah let me add add another little wrinkle here (laughs) let me add a little let me throw another little curveball at you there is a there is you have the opportunity to ship the ring out of state jesus and then theoretically avoid sales tax oh this is the old francis uh whatever jacket move i did it with my bell staff Leather jacket. Did I do it with that? I did yeah, do it did. with that. By the way, this is illegal. <laughs> is it? Yeah. What? The theory is that if you ship it to that other state, you will pay sales tax in that state. Or oh, or you, you will send the payment for the sales tax into the state in which you purchased it. Damn, bro. But then, but then the seller doesn't check. And that's the idea. Is that Got they're it. not there. Once it's out the door, they don't care. They don't care. And that seems risky in this situation. Well, that's the thing. Because he's doing his books. And you're talking about amounts of money that that are just that matter it's the most money you've probably ever spent on something right that's correct by far more than any uh security deposit i've ever paid more than i paid for my piano by by orders of magnitude you know it's it's um yeah much more significant and i'm not gonna say the number on the podcast obviously, but obviously. i'm, I'll ju- tell you I'm, I'm doing the i'm doing the math in my head <laughs> yeah it was it was it was hefty it was hefty i mean i i liquidated my ethereum holdings Okay. Which broke my heart, but now it's tanking. Now it's so. tanking, dude. You're good, baby. Fine by me. Um, <laughs> thanks, China. So um, what is this, Japan? <laughs> dude, I wonder if at any time during this you consulted with your therapist. Uh, I did. I did have a therapy session, and I let her know, and she was thrilled and totally behind me on that i on the idea to propose that's really great man. which helped me a lot yeah that's really great and i if i had not had her the the doubt or uncertainty or tent you know anxiety of it would have been insurmountable 
Dude, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about getting back in the saddle myself. Yeah. And I'm thinking about maybe util, utilizing one of our favorite new sponsors. Yeah. Talkspace. Talkspace, man. I, I think they absolutely would be able to help you. And you should you should do. I mean, it's a great app and service that just like helps link you with the therapist. There are tons of people to choose from. Um, the app puts you in a private room with just you and your therapist, obviously. You can send messages 24-7 and get replies throughout the day. No need to wait for a weekly appointment. Um, Talkspace's encryption and added security features keep your conversation fully protected. Um, you know, dude, it's it's a really good thing. Uh, if, if you guys out there listening are thinking about getting involved with some therapy, but you mm-hmm. don't feel like committing, you don't feel like going, Talkspace is a really great service that uh, helps you kind of make it convenient and easy for yourself. Yeah, and, and listen, people... Do not think that therapy needs to solve any one issue in particular. There are so many things that it can help with, uh, and and I personally have have relied on therapy for years to help me through so many different types of yeah. things that you know I wanted to talk about. So I cannot recommend it highly enough. Totally, and even someone like me who like I will do it in spurts and kind of work through my shit and then take time off, go back, whatever. Um, but either way, you know, you can literally do therapy on your phone, any device. So it's yeah. great. Join Talkspace today. Start moving forward with a single message. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code OOPS at sign up. That's 100 bucks off. Talkspace.com, promo code OOPS. Nice. All Back right, in so, the action. So where were we here? So um, I got nervous about the whole shipping the ring to another state. Even though it would have been very easy, I think, I would have shipped it to her parents in Pennsylvania who were coming in for the party and overnighted it to them. They would have brought it and I would have saved a good amount of money. Um, But I got nervous about that, so I just paid the sales tax and and did it here in New York. Doesn't doesn't seem worth it. But I'm I'm now in Texas. Yes. The ring does not get finished until Friday. The day before i give it to her damn i haven't seen the ring crazy it gets messengered in lots of packaging safe all of that to my friend who lives in lower manhattan okay a buddy of mine whom you've met this he was the only friend of mine that i told that i was going to do this on saturday other than chris when did chris know the day we recorded that week Wow. Before I left for Texas. Who's in the dark now, dude? Well, the, dude, and Chris and I joked about how we were going to have this incredibly special thing. I mean, I think the fact that he was there for the actual proposal. Unbelievable. Yeah, only one. Kind yeah. of really usurps any hangings that you two have had. <laughs> it really does. You'd yeah, have to say as a bonding moment. It absolutely does. That really is you know the rock to your uh, scissors that you two have <laughs> yeah that's it for sure the rock to the gotcha. scissors ain't that a bitch that's good so that's really okay good. i want to try to get through this because i don't want to just bur- bury everyone with the details but we're almost there um saturday morning so now the ring gets to my buddy's apartment thankfully he unwraps it looks at it we get on a facetime we look at it i'm so happy it's exactly as i'd hoped it would be Saturday morning, I get on a, I have a, sorry, Friday night in Texas, I get off stage at like one in the morning, mm. hanging out with our friends, Ashley and Raina, 
how much time did you do on that show? All the shows were like eight minutes, eight okay, to ten. Okay, okay. It was short. Easy. But I did three spots that night. Yeah. And uh I go straight to the hotel. There's a big after party for the whole festival. I say, I got to be disciplined. I skip it, go to the hotel, pass out, wake up at five. I do not do well on four hours of sleep, by the way. Why so? Because I had a 7 a.m. flight. So why did you get in so late? Because the shows were were late. No, no, but I mean, didn't I thought your flight got in at one. It got in at like 12. There's a one hour time difference between Texas. Uh, It's a three, three hour flight. Yeah, it's a tricky little flight. Yeah. So yeah. I got in around 12. I had left a car at the airport, got in the car immediately, raced into Manhattan, picked up the ring from my buddy on the street. Wow. Went from their home and parked the car, came upstairs. Now I have the ring in my pocket and I'm thinking, okay, well, how do I, how do I hide? Did you take your hand off it? Like, did you take an Uber back? No, I had the car. Oh, uh, okay. And I, I'm putting my phone on the outside of the ring box to try to make it look more flush. You're right. <laughs> in right. my pocket. You don't want to give away. To the, not give it away. The and can, the camel toe. Of the yeah, ring. exactly. And I walk in, and the party prep is in full swing. Her parents are there. I had called them. I was going to ask a week before. I called her mom, and said I am going to propose at her birthday party which true to form progressive francis asking the mom for permission and then she said that's so amazing uh i'm sure you know her husband would like to know as well so i called him because he was away he's a pilot and he was Mm -hmm. he was working somewhere and i called him and he was so ecstatic and thrilled and wonderful and then i called both of her stepsisters and both of them were thrilled but the thing was this is what changed a lot for me. Shout out to them, by the way. My, yeah, my they're, girls. They're big fans of, my of girls. The Julio and, and the pod. <laughs> so this is, this, is what was, this is what caused a lot of the anxiety for me, was that as the circle widened yeah. of people in the know, I felt like all of a sudden, one... I absolutely have to do it on Saturday right, right. because now all of these people are expecting it. So God forbid yeah. something goes wrong with the ring. The, it doesn't get there in time. doesn't get made in time. My flight gets delayed. Now I'm risking someone congratulating yes. us yes. before it's yes. happened. A leak. You ends exactly. up on SoundCloud. And this is why I didn't tell you. And it has nothing to do with you. I would have trusted you. Did it have you. to do with the U.S. Open? So did you have to? No, no. <laughs> did I, I permanently bury no, myself? No, no. Even though someone did comment that, which is really, really? funny. <laughs> On the Instagram, they were like, good luck, Julio, ever finding out about the proposal coming now. <laughs> it happened right under my nose. Mm. Um, dude, wow. So, so okay. So, wow, people, wow, wow. this is that's when I said, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm cutting it off. I'm not telling another soul until it happens because I had, I told my sister, obviously her husband knew my buddy who had the ring. He told his girlfriend and it just felt like all of a sudden there were a lot of people who knew, um, and people weigh in. That's the other thing. Not, not necessarily, you know, everyone, they don't, they, that you, you say, I'm going to do this. 
And then they then they're so happy and they congratulate you and they're they're thrilled. But then everyone says, "How are you going to do it? What's your plan? You know, what does the ring look like?" Mm-hmm. And you want to preserve. You don't you don't want a ton of people knowing before she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like some kind of a violation. Like she deserves the surprise first. Yeah, totally. And I don't want a whole lot of people coming in after and being like, I knew, totally. you know? And, and I, I think, I suspect it's mostly kind of a small talk. Yeah. If you say, I'm going to do it, and they, what are they, if they just say congrats and say nothing, it seems like they don't care. Correct. Yeah. But I also let a, people, a, couple, com- I'd let a couple comedians at Moon Tower know, just close friends, and they were really nice. But people, you know, you tell them your game plan. I had originally thought I was going to do it at the party. I was going to stop the music, take a microphone oh, from wow. the DJ, say happy birthday, and then get on an Ian propose in front of everyone. Wow. Ever the showman. <laughs> when also, you know, a contradiction to what you had initially said, was any part of you like, oh, I need to stick to my word from the podcast when I said that I wanted to do it in private? I said on the podcast that I wanted to do. You it said private. you weren't going to tell anyone or as few people, honestly, as, as possible or whatever, and you weren't going to have anybody else involved, and you were going to do it, and it was going to be a private moment. Which yeah, is what ended up I happening. mean, my, my my thought process changed from that yeah. to going to do it in front of the party, and then it all my anxiety grew, and I and then I wanted I opted for the more intimate moment. Which I'm very glad I did. And you know who was a huge help on this, by the way? Yeah. Sypha Sounds. You told Sypha Sounds and you didn't tell me, did No, hold on a second. I didn't tell <laughs> Sypha Sounds. I was at the stand doing spots in in the week leading up. And I was t- I would tell the crowd, you know, I'm thinking I'm right, a, right. I may propose to my girlfriend soon, mm-hmm. right? So similar, that, that's not a, a, a thing. And I would, but I was getting more and more stressed about it. And he watched one of these sets because he was going on after me, and he DM'd me the most wonderful messages. He's a great dude. Incredibly thoughtful. He was like, yo, buddy, great set. Like, you seem really stressed. My (laughs) advice is just do it in an intimate moment, just the two of you. Make sure you get a great photographer, though. My proposal was awesome, but we didn't have great, you know, the photographs were shit. That's where I screwed up. Like, you're going to be fine. It's going to be great. Yada yada. It was really very, nice. Very nice. And you know, not only it's like not only do comedians not not typically listen to each other's sets or care, he listened to my whole set and gave me life advice, which just I mean, I'll forever remember that from him. He's a special guy. I and mean, yeah. and because of that was really what tipped me over the edge and was like, okay, I'm doing it just the two of us. But the the challenge, as Sierra mentioned earlier, was that uh I had a very narrow window mm-hmm. where I could get her before the party. Were you just p- checking the weather constantly to make sure you yeah. weren't going to get delayed? Checking the weather. You, and, and perfectly on time, the flight? Flight was on time. Fire. Got in the city, no problem. Got home. It's like one thirty two. Instantly, I have to tell her I want to go on a walk. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's so and, funny. Dude, th- this is something that I had going for me. It's almost as if my history of being a difficult person worked in my favor. 
That's funny. She's like, oh, he's just being Fran. Or <laughs> it's more like she was like, oh boy, he's exhausted from traveling and is weak. He's he's his nerves are frail. He's my, about to have a meltdown. My birthday party's going to be ruined <laughs> unless I do whatever he wants. <laughs> I better go on a walk and get him get him right. Get down there, yeah. And she's so attentive to my mindset and my mood that she, you know, did that. And we go on this walk. I get her out the door. I've got the ring in my pocket. I am, boy, that moment where you're seconds away. I mean, I couldn't swallow. Is it exciting? It's scary. But but why is why is it scary? Um, it's just a moment that you've seen a billion times in movies and you've thought about in your in your life a number of times and all of a sudden out of nowhere you're inches away. And um you think about what you want to say. You think that what you say will be remembered forever and you better get it right. And I knew Chris was there. I hoped we wouldn't see him and blow the surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he'd been waiting a while and her parents are back at the place. They don't know that I'm doing it now because I had not told anyone that I I had not told I had not amended my original tell that I was going to do it at the party, so people still thought oh, everyone thought everyone that's who knew clever thought that I was going to do it at the party. And were you giving Chris updates? I like, guess to you're like I'm on my way. Yeah, ready. but I kept thinking I'd send him one, and I was like, we're on our way, and I was like, actually, hang on, we're not. But we finally were, and Chris, pick up the mic. You said that you saw some other blonde girl. I'm standing over there, and at the corner of my <laughs> eye, I'm, like, hidden in this back spot. There's, like, so the way the park works, there's this, like, p- path along the water. So I'm like, Francis, well, walk along this path. I'll be hidden. I'll be able to see you. I'll get a picture here, blah, blah, blah. So um, that's going, and then I turn to my right, and I see this little blonde dog and this little and a blonde girl. And I was like, oh, my God, no. And I sprinted away as fast as I could. And I was like, I just ruined this. Ugh, Did I just ruin their moment. <laughs> and I'm like hiding in this new spot. I was like, all right, I'm going to miss that other picture. And it's whatever. And then it ended up not being them. So I'm happy it wasn't. And yeah, it, thank God. Yeah, he, so funny. he crushed it. I, I honestly, I we get to the spot. And by the way, this is a public park. And so miraculous. I mean, there were tons of people out walking. It was a beautiful day. A lot. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to do this in a throng of people. But it was as if the seas parted for this one spot. And somehow in one moment we get there and there's no one coming. And that's why I quickly stopped gave her a hug sort of told her i loved her and then i said in fact uh i love you so much and i got on a knee and pulled out the ring simultaneously smooth and i said will you marry me and she was like couldn't speak didn't think it was real clearly thought i was like it, it took you could see the 
the pieces falling into place about what was happening in her brain. And she started crying, and I stood up, gave her a big hug, still haven't put the ring on her finger or anything, and then had to ask her again. And I was like, so what do you think? And she was like, <laughs> yes. And then it was great. And Chris is crushing it. He's right there. He's Johnny on the spot. God, have you seen these pictures? I've seen some. I mean, so were you just taking pictures? Very good. Very solid. Very solid. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He got a... It, dude, these pictures are fucking incredible. They're amazing. They're amazing. Um, because it's so raw. And yeah. I love the fact that she's in athletic shorts and a t-shirt and A6 running shoes. And dude, no I also... I love that she gave us the specific every item she was wearing so people are going to start recreating that it's getting engaged <laughs> to chic <laughs> yeah. well i i love that i mean i love or proposed to yeah i you know i like i wanted to get some some sliver of surprise did you get emotional when you were down there on one knee um no not sad not Helped like crying or anything just just very happy, enjoying her face and her reaction, and I've never seen her so happy mm-hmm. in my life. And then I put the ring on her finger, and you know she didn't study it, and it 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 was so clear that it was so much more about us mm-hmm. than about the ring and so instantly all these worries i'd had about the ring and the family ring and this debate that we've had a dozen times and my incredible cynicism that i've had about ring shopping in general melted away it's so funny how much of a through line rings have been in this podcast i know some of our earliest like clips that like did really well were Mm -hmm. about rings and dude it's just so funny let me tell you something so so all of this is to say that i learned a lot from this one thing i learned is it is worth it Mm -hmm. it is worth it i cannot put a price on the utter and profound joy that we felt in that moment all through that day all through the next day and the joy that we've had you know sitting together and just reminding each other that all of a sudden we're engaged and and you know that the the future became real yeah instantly so that like five ten minute walk back to the apartment was it just you guys being like are we engaged? Well, we had to go to we had to go to Sweet Green. Oh yeah, which we did, but we neither of us were anywhere near Earth, mm-hmm. and so we couldn't really put a thought together. And she was just, I mean, it's crazy beyond giddy. She just kept saying, "I can't believe it. I cannot believe it." And Chris, fortunately, was so wonderful. He he went in and got all the salads for everybody. And we walked home. We ran into our good friends, our neighbor's wife, mm-hmm. who's a very dear friend of ours. So she was the first person to learn. So what, because, was this the wife-elect? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. And she was she's coming to the party in a couple hours. So she's like, hey, guys, you know, like, how you doing? 
And we were acting weird because we were both kind of sh- <laughs> shell shocked. Oh, uh, you didn't tell her? Or no, did tell her? we did, did but we were like, uh, pretty good. What's going on? I don't know. It was just weird because we didn't know if we were going to tell her then or at the party. We hadn't like discussed how we were going to tell people. <laughs> and um, she was like, great, you know. And then I we looked at her and we were like, should we tell her? She was like, mm. and then Sierra <laughs> pulled out her ring and that she goes stop it <laughs> and it was such a great and she like lost her mind That's great. and then, then we went upstairs and showed her parents and her best friend was here and all of this and everyone you know was just overjoyed people crying and champagne and then as I said you know my parents got there shortly thereafter so did she know your parents were coming yeah and I had to this is kind of fucked I had to sell her on the fact that my parents were coming under the pretense that they were coming to see my grandfather's, my grandmother to like sort through funeral preparations. But dude, that's a layup from grandpa. It is. From above. It was a little little alley-oop from him. Yeah. Enjoy. Um, And I hate that I cut, but they did, they did see her. So it was not a total lie, but it, I felt like college again. Like when I would hand in essays, like be like, "Sorry, my grandfather died," and it's like, "Man, how many grandparents do you have?" Um, so, <laughs> uh, okay, I think that's kind of the total the total story. And then the party was just—I mean, you were there, we'll Chris get, was yeah. there. I can ask you a couple more questions. Yeah. Okay, so this is all great stuff. All good stuff. You pretty much covered everything that I uh had but i want to like so what did you say to her parents on the phone yeah i said i have uh something really fun that i you know want to run by you i'm thinking i'm going to propose to sierra on saturday uh at her birthday party and i wanted to you know i think i said i think to the mom i said like uh i wanted to ask for your blessing or run that by you or something i don't know mm-hmm. and she was you know oh my god so of course absolutely so thrilled for you i'm, I'm gonna cry yada yada nice. it was really sweet that's right and, nice. and, and and it meant so much to them <laughs> that i did this which is i i would imagine they would have been totally happy even if i hadn't but to do it is a nod to tradition and makes them feel very honored and respected. And mm-hmm. I I recommend it for people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's not even just making them feel that way, but it's it's literally showing them that you honor and respect them. And, Correct. Uh, it's a nice gesture for sure. Yeah. Okay, question of this, this piece of the event, this time period that we're covering. Yeah. How did it feel being on one knee in a pair of bird dogs? Well, <laughs> you know, for the sake of the ad, we'll pretend that I was. I wasn't actually wearing my bird dogs, but I sure wish I had been. I was, yeah. Sure yeah, wish I had oh, yeah. been. Um, I love the bird dogs. You love the bird dogs. They're the ultimate short for proposing. They are. Everyone knows that. And especially along the water, because if you get on a knee, you propose, she says, yes, great. If she says no, you can then dive into the river. Yeah. And swim, swim off. Swim across to Manhattan and move on pair. with your life. Yeah. That's it. 
<laughs> move on with your life. Is go live elsewhere. Um, From what we've heard, if you place an order now and use promo code OOPS, you may get a Vortex football. We found out what, awesome. what you get. But if that's different, please update us if you happen to... We'd love to hear what you've been getting from Bird Dogs. Yeah, because we didn't know. The surprise item. It's like the question mark, dum dumb lollipop, <laughs> which everyone knows is the most fun fail. It flavor. is a good one. That is a good one. So uh, promo code is OOPS, and go to birddogs.com right now and get your shorts or your pants or your joggers. They have three amazing products. We love them all. Uh, the pants I'm wearing them right now, great for fall, great for golf. Uh, birddogs.com, promo code OOPS. Love it. Um, the party, dude. One party to fucking rule them all. Yeah, so this party, I knew it would be not just her 30th birthday, but also an engagement party. Mm -hmm. And nobody else knew that. So I went balls to the wall. It was quite a party. Prepping for this thing. I hired... What I could only describe as the best DJ he was in really the good. history of music. Also, yeah, there was like, it was like a wedding. It might as well, you know what I mean? It was like a wedding reception. I fear that it will be hard for our wedding to top the engagement yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> um, the DJ was incredible. It was a 70s theme. Everybody bought in. They, I've never seen such universal commitment to a theme party. We all knew, dude. So in case people, because we posted a couple pictures of the three of us, uh, myself, Francis, and Chris, in 70s gear, and even though we've we've talked about the party a bit, I don't know if we did until last week's episodes. Yeah. So people, it was like probably obvious, but yeah, people went for the fucking theme. Mm -hmm. Everybody went hard. They went really hard. People looked amazing. Dude, there's one guy who uh, I think is your friend from school whose haircut just yeah. happens to be yeah, yeah, yeah. the perfect haircut He's, for a 70s themed party. I think he slicked it back a little or he <laughs> messed with it a little to make it even more so. But yeah, he did look like a, a cheap 70s porn star. Dude, and Hillary literally said to me, she goes, how's that guy's hair like that? How did he do that? And I was like, oh, he probably just like finagled it for the party. But dude, then I saw him the next day and it looked exactly the same. And yeah, I was like, oh my yeah. God. This guy just looks like that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I'll explain. We'll explain that at some point down the road as well. But Hillary was so fun at the party. Hillary immediately started weeping the second she saw the, the ring. She said, we have a wedding. That's how she put it. Yes. yes. We have an engagement. We have a wedding. You know, it was so fun. It was it was for her to put it that way. And it's so true. It's like, I feel like this belongs to everyone or is everyone's proposal and everyone's engagement you know we have yeah. this oops family that like uh, all of you guys out there i feel like you guys knew and were, were spurring me on and so engaged in your lovely messages and uh triumphant I, moment i'm so happy to share it with everyone um I have a video when you showed them so we'll, we'll okay get awesome when you showed I can't us wait to see that oh really Dude, awesome. I'm excited to see that. I think you Julio kept trying to say hi to me. I'm like, just look at Francis. Talk yeah. to Francis, Julio. Yeah. And 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 it was and then we had we had a Kojai ice luge. Um by the way, that's another thing I had to deal with before proposing. The ice luge guy was like, listen, horrible news. In 15 years of doing these ice luges, he carves ice luges, right? That you take shots out of. You had one. Yes, yes. Or I had Many. like nine. Yep. Um in nine years, 15 years of doing this, I've never had my entire staff call in sick on the same day. And it happened today because he needed someone to drive it from 
Long Deer Park, Long Island, which is like an hour away, yeah, to the apartment, and he had no one to do it. And I, he was like, I don't, I don't think I can get it to you. I'll refund your money. And I said, don't give up. I'll call an Uber. Oh, wow. So I had to call an Uber and then direct the Uber into this industrial park in Deer Park to pick up this like 100-pound oh ice luge. Oh, my God. Which they like find each other, and then he brings it. Fortunately, the Uber driver was the fucking man. <laughs> And was like, Did you tell I, him you would, it was for engagement? I told him it was for a birthday party. It was really important. It was fragile. And he drove it and he was like giving me updates, texting me. Unreal. Uh, and he was like, uh, we're stuck in traffic, but we'll be there. Finally got here. He helped me bring it into the stair. I tipped him a lot. Was, the guy was the man. It was Unreal. So all of that was happening. I'm dealing with the logistics of getting this ice luge Jesus. to the birthday party before I'm getting engaged. Anyway, so the party was electric party it was just a total dance party on our roof deck ice luge shots dude i met i was nice to meet your parents and sierra's parents yeah i had never it was like a, a big moment for me too like getting to meet all these people put face to the name of mm -hmm. these important characters in my life who i'm now meeting mm -hmm. uh and it was really fun yeah and uh and my dad my dad met hillary and was like hill dog <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that yeah Dude, that is great. Yeah, and then he instantly was like, "Does it bother you that he calls you Hill Dog on the podcast?" <laughs> and then she like got into this very Hillary esque conversation where she's like, "For some reason, at every point in my life, someone's called me Hill Dog, and it's unclear how that came about because it doesn't necessarily like if something like really funny description about it." <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was fun to meet them, dude. I had a crazy moment where so the way that the ice luge was arranged, it was uh. Kojai, it would go down Kojai's back, his back. So, you know, funnily, you're taking the shot out of Kojai's ass. Basically. Just about, yeah. Just about. Tip of his tail. So I kneel to take a shot, uh, to take a shot out of Kojai's ass and feel Kojai humping. <laughs> I'm now human centipede, <laughs> human with, centipede? <laughs> with Kojai on both ends. <laughs> it was the craziest fucking thing. I was like, damn, dude, there's a lot of Kojai. Yeah. A lot of coach yeah. had to go around. It 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 that was so fun. The DJ dude, I'm telling you, this DJ was absolutely so good. Uh, every just you know, 14 songs in a row. That he was playing like this disco house. So he was like taking classic disco tracks, but like speeding them up a little and adding a little bit more of a bass or drum or whatever through line to just make it all fluid. We were fucking going off. The sun was setting. Was Everyone. Great. You know the old the old boomers hitting right for some people, not everyone. Some people. I mean, you know, my buddy, my 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 very successful friend that I've talked about on the podcast before, brought over a fucking bottle of Don Julio, nineteen forty two, which we were using for the ice. We, we were drinking that on the ice luge, and he goes, he goes, man, if I'd known you were getting engaged, I would have brought something nicer. I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's like a hundred and sixty dollar bottle of tequila. Oh, yeah, that's like it's fine. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. We should be so lucky. It was it's like a movie, an ensemble film that takes place at one party. Yeah. The amount of side narratives going on. Yeah. There was so much good shit. Oh. And we're gonna save it for the next episode. I have so much I have an amazing so many good and insane things. thing to tell you about something that happened with me and Hillary. Oh, I, th I think I know about it. Okay, okay. Which yeah, I was going to bring it up too, which Good. is very funny. Uh, I'm sorry to, we're sorry to cut this short, but we we just have so much to talk about. I appreciate you guys um, for being with us. And uh, anything else? No, dude. We'll get on next episode. Yeah, part part two on Thursday coming. And, uh, you know, thank you guys so much for supporting 
the podcast and, and being so nice to me in this wonderful moment in my life. It's been the, the happiest week of my life, bar none. Amazing. Three incredible days of comedy, getting engaged, her birthday, I mean, just everything. So, And we have a live show coming up in New York City, uh, confirming the date soon, and uh, excited to have you guys there. Yeah. Okay, great. We'll see you guys Thursday for more Oops! The Podcast. Uh, send your emails, oopsthepodcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you soon.